This is a weird, this is the beginning of a weird show. Because this is the first time that it's ever repeated itself. Oh, we, we don't have to. We can talk about something else. No, no, no. This is the subject. I think yeah. it's a cool subject, and I, I've always wanted to revisit this, but maybe we should just ring the bell and get on with it, right? Sure. You're listening to Beer School. We're here to help you and your friends learn to like more than one kind of beer. There's lots of beers to like. Some beer is made right down the street from where you live, and others have to travel all the way from Golden, Colorado just to get to you. Learn why beer tastes like it does, how other styles came about, and all of the factory beer myths that we can dispel today. Um, The best part about beer school is... The homework. (laughs) The homework is beer. Another new co-host possibility is sitting in front of me. Hello, Alex. Hi. Howdy. Uh, Hi. Um, Alex and I go way back uh, a whole six months. Yeah, a whole six months. It's (laughs) awesome. Yes. So I don't know all of Alex's quirks the same way that I know Motor's quirks. Uh, you don't have an iPod that you w- you're going to whip out in the middle and play some random music. I know that. Nope. You don't have that technology. Nope. And uh, you have an old school phone, although Motors is older school than yours. Yeah. No, my phone just has a keyboard. And that pretty much sums it up. Keyboard yeah. phones are cool. No, they are cool. It makes texting a hell of a lot easier. It's not. It's not. Uh, doesn't do. It doesn't do uh, Songify though. I don't even know what Songify is. Okay, we'll demonstrate Songify later. Okay. Because uh, Songify is requires writing a song. Oh, wait, was that that? Yes, that's at, that thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, that's kind of cool. Yeah, that was really funny. So we'll play with Songify in a little bit. But anyway, we this is yes. beer school. Let's talk about beer, not technology. Yes. Uh, today, beer. we're doing a repeat, like I said in the in a moment ago. Uh, and this is the beer versus beer versus beer versus beer uh, tasting. And the mm-hmm. idea is to dispel a myth that all factory beer tastes the same. Yes. And that means that Budweiser tastes like Coors Light, which tastes like Coors, which tastes like Bud Light, which tastes like, you know, pick Whatever. your beer in a can, yeah. right? Uh, and I didn't – and I brought today uh, the same beer that we did on the show from before, which is Coors Light, Coors, Budweiser, Bud Light. And mm-hmm. uh, I'm curious to see – in the last three years, what my palate has has become. Oh, you did this show three years ago? Yeah. Oh, and that's so going to be interesting. I want to find out how far I've progressed as, um, you know. A beer taster. A beer taster, right? Mm-hmm. A judge of beer, uh, where I'm an expert after one sip. And I think that. <laughs> <laughs> you might be there. We'll see. Well, but... right, because. Most of the beer that we've had on the show has been, oh, I've never had this before, and I'm stop playing with the pen, and I'm going to, <laughs> and I'm going to become, I'm going to know everything about it after tasting it once, and uh, yeah, that's kind of the way that goes. Yeah, well, I mean, I think the thing is, it's like with beers that you've never had before that aren't like factory produced, like it's hard to just take one sip of it and figure out what you like about it. But I mean, with these, it's like they're, you're appealing to a broader audience. So you're like trying to get as many people to like them as possible. So you're not going to get them to try to taste like something bizarre. Right. Like you're going to try to go for like the quintessential beer 
or the quintessential like light beer flavor, sure. I guess. Well, the thing that's interesting is that to me anyway, that marketing is the driver of most of the of why people like these beers. They're told that this is a beer that they're going to enjoy. Yes. They're they're pretty much told that this beer is going to get them laid. Like, really? Well, have you not seen Budweiser commercials? Uh, I don't watch TV. No. I watch a lot of TV, so I see all these commercials all the time. I think the Coors Light train is really dumb. but Where the like, guy paints the donut in the middle of the building and a train comes out of it? Yeah, well, no. Okay, so you know how we were talking earlier before the show started, like how Coors wasn't going to ship the beer if it couldn't be refrigerated right. during shipping. I think that's where the train idea comes from. I'm not exactly sure, but that makes the most sense. And so, like, on every, in every Coors ad that I've ever seen, like, at the very end of it, there's the train, like, the ice-cold train, and... That's within the last five years, that train. I know. Before there was no train. Yes, I know before there was no train, but think about how many Coors-like commercials I've seen and I have paid attention to in my lifetime. That's true. That's true, yes. So... I miss the giant, the giant people playing in the mountains, Ad. The giant people playing in Remember the mountains? Remember the giant people playing in the mountains? No. They had these people that were playing in the in the Rocky Mountains, and they okay. were giant. So the mountains were these little whole, you know, hills. Little bumps? Yeah, little bumps. And okay. so they would throw a snowball, and the snowball would be like avalanche. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. <laughs> and, you know, they had a dog, and the dog obviously had to go somewhere. So, you know, yeah. Yellow River. Great. Yeah. And, awesome. you know, it's a Coors Light. <laughs> commercial or yeah in the mountains get it see dog having to anyway uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> self-referential uh thing well we should open one of these beers um the idea is that that uh we had some light ish beer before the show and mm-hmm. uh you know we're not we're not thunderstruck with ipa on our taste buds or nope uh or uh big stouts or big porters, or any of those things. So, let's open the nope. the second one. I did yeah. eat a waffle though. Yeah, I, I had waffle too. Gonna... Waffle and bacon. Yeah. Stop playing with the pen. Okay. Just, give me, just give me the pen. No, I'm gonna leave it. Right if there. I say no. bad words, I'll tell you. Well, you'll hear them, <laughs> obviously. Okay. Cool. So the first beer that we're gonna try is a uh, classic Budweiser. Uh, this company. Has been making beer in the United States since uh, get uh, since my oh, research is there 1876, I believe. It says that on the can, anyway. It says, um, yeah, 1876. Yep, the world-renowned Budweiser Lager beer, and Great. this is brewed around. Um, they have every one of the they have every one of the words for beer on the label. Yeah, that's actually where the name came from, I guess. What? So, well, no, the the name Budweiser started. Where'd it go? Where'd it go? Well, it's a recipe from Czechoslovakia. Yes. Budvar. True. Yeah. So Budvar, um, in English, is Budvar, I guess, and so they just renamed it. Budweiser. It's a pretty. ER it's a it. pretty beer. It's got a nice, really That's white true. head on it, mm-hmm. and uh, it smells okay. 
It yeah. doesn't smell too bad. Can't like I can't remember the last time I had Budweiser. It's kind of sweet. Um, there's a little tiny bit of hops in it. A little bit. Just tiny, a little tiny, bit. Tiny. We could get my bag. No, we that would totally throw everything <laughs> off. No. We don't need, like, the entire room to smell like cops right now. Uh, right. So what I'm talking about is uh, I got to go to the um, to, to the Winmer uh, Explore Your Craft party that was held in San Francisco. And it's being yeah. – it was in Boston. They're going to do one up in Seattle. Uh, there's also another one in Florida that's coming up. Nice. Oh, yeah. I should send my best friend to the one in Florida. Yeah. So yeah, I'm totally jealous I didn't get to go. The okay. evening was 50 bucks. Which seems like a lot of money, but then they fed us. There was all these amazing food stations around. Um, fish and chip. Fish and chip. <laughs> <laughs> the funniest part of the whole dinner. Swear to God. Fish and chip. It was a. It was a. It was a properly battered. Uh, in the batter was uh, one of the Winmer beers made that, nice. and then uh, uh, golden fried, and then they put it on a chip. A singular chip. A single chip. Yes. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Um, and I'm a food nerd, so I think it's awesome. Yeah. Anyway, I got the joke. Fish and chip. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so this this was like a three-hour event. Um, Kurt Winmer was there from the co-owner of, of that. And so they had on the tables all the ingredients. So they had hops and the three kinds of grain that they use. Mm-hmm. And, um, of course, they didn't have yeast. That would be weird uh, yeah and there you wouldn't want yeast on the table no you don't want yeast on the table uh there was no vegemite which could have been the byproduct of yeast but there wasn't any of that anyway at the end of the night i'm like they're gonna throw this away yeah we're gonna we have to take we have to save the hops save the hops because the, the grain we don't care about grains are like cheap yeah that's and, true. But hops but are hops is you know and so i'm walking by. well not really but this was citra hops so I'm yes. yeah. So I'm like Citra hops. We're taking it with us, and so Gail took a whole bunch of them. This other guy took a whole bunch of them, and I took a whole bunch of them. Awesome. So, yeah. So I'm I'm on my way out the door. I'm like, hey Kurt, thanks for throwing this party. It was really really fun. Oh, and by the way, we all took hops, <laughs> <laughs> and we're homebrewing next week. So awesome. Uh, and then I and then I sent Richard Brewer Hay of Elizabeth Street Brewing mm-hmm. uh, a note last night, and I'm like. Dude, we have citra hops from here. I've got a lot of it. So yeah. he's like, bring them by. We're brewing next weekend. You have like an entire bag full right now. Yeah. Like your bag reeks of hops in a, <laughs> the best way possible. <laughs> I opened the bag last night and everybody was like, whoa, 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 what's that? <laughs> and you're like, it's a surprise. It's not what you think it is. It's hops. And they're like, whoa, 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 what's that? <laughs> <laughs> They're like, no, it's not, it's not pot. All these stoners were like so excited because that was like, what is that? I've never smelled something so aromatic. I'm like, oh yeah, well. It's not weed. It's not, not what you think it is. They're like, oh man. It's like, get your grub hands out of my hops. Yeah. So anyway, that was funny. Uh, Gail's bag smelled the same way. And and Gail of, uh, uh, Stephen Gail of uh, Beer by Bart. So she's brewing this week too. Cool. Awesome. Yeah, and that other guy's brewing probably he's probably already got his in the boil. Yeah. I'm sure. Could you imagine this light, actually very delicious beer with citra hops? 
Oh, that would be so good. Because it's like got like a nice honey-ish thing going on. With the citrus, I think that'd be really good. Yeah. Well, yeah, that, that would a lot be, of people that'd put, be really nice. A lot of people put make uh, shandies with this. Jeez. Lemonade. You take lemonade oh, and put it in there. Oh, like Tecate tea. Like Tecate tea. Yes. Okay. That, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I got that one. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, no, it's not... It's not bad. I'm going to say that. It's not bad. But there are plenty of other beers of this caliber that taste better. Well, I, I'm a fan of Modelo. Not Negro Modelo, just Modelo. Yeah, Modelo on tap is awesome. Mm -hmm. Modelo in a can is pretty good, too. Yeah, it's uh, good. Don't get Modelo in a bottle because it's clear. Hmm? It's clear. It's, it's all it's, – it's skunked out. Well, that sucks. Yeah. No, it's called light striking. And if you leave a beer in a clear bottle – or a green bottle or a brown bottle in it excuse me in the sun. Yeah. The brown bottle has the best chance of surviving light because strike. it obscures or it uh, deflects, deflects light, the light rays. Blah, blah, and blah. green, the bottle's gonna it's only pretty much uh sixty percent yeah. uh effective. And the clear bottle, not effective at all. Even if you put a piece of paper in front of it, it's gonna get light struck. Yeah. So, and by piece of paper, I, what I meant to say is a cardboard carrier. It, oh. Right? Yeah. So, you know, you, put, you wrap the beer around in that, and uh, mm -hmm. it's still, it still, if you leave it in the sun long enough, it will become uh, that skunky flavor. Ew. Gross. Yeah, it's not very good. Yeah. But these, and all beer is subject to that, so you can light strike any of them, uh, you know, even the best thing in the whole world. Yeah. And it'll go, because of light strike. And you'll be like, ew, why does my beard taste like crap? <laughs> why does it taste like skunk? Ew, skunk. This beer is an interesting thing because on the can, down on the bottom, it says see. when it was made. Let me see. So this says June 30th, 2011. Oh, I had no idea. That's when it was made or that's when you're supposed to drink no, it? No, that's by? when it was made. Oh. And that's when it was canned. So the idea is that um, cool. people know that their beer is old. Because it has a date on the because bottom. Because it has a date on it. And this beer especially does not age really well. Um, mm -mm. It's going to be done in about 100 days. Yeah. Hopefully it's, not off, hopefully it's gone from the shelf long before that. Yeah, and I remember like when I was in culinary school and we drank beers like this and we would always like you know buy a 12 pack and empty it out in the fridge whatever so at one point we were like having a huge house party and like we cleaned out the fridge of beer and there was one in the very back corner and i think it was like a bud light and i opened it and i was like oh my god this beer is awful and like, the date on it was, like, months and months and months ago. Yeah. I was just like, oh, my God, I can't believe I just drank that. I mean, there are plenty more beers where that came from, but still, it was pretty awful. Pretty awful. Yeah, it's gross. Three things happen as beer becomes old. One mm -hmm. of them is that the aroma falls out. 
you'll pour the beer into the, the glass and it just won't, goes away. Won't goes away. Yes. Uh, you can see this. If you want to see this effect, uh, get your favorite IPA. Store it in a, I don't know, a nice place. In your fridge, uh, in your closet where there's no light and the temperature's consistent or whatever. Leave it there for six months. And everyone's going, oh, six months. That's a really long time. Oh, my God, six months. And then go get the same beer from your, from your local and do a side-by-side of those two beers. And yeah. this one, the, the new one, will be bright. It'll smell good. It'll have great head retention. And yeah. the other beer will be like this other thing yeah. not even the same beer like that'll just fall flat it won't smell like anything it'll taste like skunk well it won't taste like it'll still taste like the ipa oh okay but it just won't have all the it won't be bright like the other beer and you can actually do the same thing with these beers you can it's pretty easy to do with this because uh the all of these beers have dates on them so or you can just tape the date on the beer yeah and then go and uh, uh, taste it, you know, six months from now. Yeah. It's totally different. Totally different beers. Mm-hmm. Night and day. So you used to drink the blue beer all the time. Yes. I did. Well, that's because at the corner store, that was the cheapest 24-pack. And they didn't card, so I could buy it underage. <laughs> Not going to say where that corner store was because... This will be broadcasted later, but yeah. Yeah, there's no. Um, we it actually was twenty four pack. We've actually had to cut stuff out because it was still actionable. Oh, like that? Well, no. We were telling a story about. Um, oh. I can't even say who. We were telling a story, and it turns out. And then. Yes. And then this happens. And then years and years and years, it's revealed that this has happened, and it's like, wait. I don't think that actually ever falls off the table. I don't think that seven years is long enough for that. Oh. So anyway, we had to cut that out. Oh. <laughs> I see. Because, well, you, you know, that would be telling a story that, about something that shouldn't have happened. Exactly. So we're not going to mention any story. We're just going to go, uh-ha-ha-ha, uh-ha-ha. <laughs> and we're going to know what we each other mean, and it's all good. <laughs> I actually never had to buy beer when I was underage oh i always had to i was the one with the money like i actually had a job so i could actually buy the beer (laughs) no i mean what i meant to say was that uh for whatever whatever where whatever i was doing at the time there was always beer around nice and no one ever questioned it so for example i would go to the computer trade shows Mm -hmm. when i was uh 17 and 18 years old and they were always in las vegas Nice. And what we found was that if you dressed like the rest of the salespeople, you could get whatever you wanted and no one questioned anything. Nice. <laughs> so it was always suit and tie walking around Vegas when yeah. I was 18 years old. And, uh, That's I'm, so funny. <laughs> and I was able to – I had everything I wanted. Yes. That's awesome. Lots of beer, lots of uh, other things. And I, uh, I always looked forward to my trips to Vegas back then. <laughs> not so much now <laughs> yeah no i've never been to vegas people say i should go you yeah. would probably have a very good time i've heard it's like a fake world like you go down there and it's all like fake like nothing is really what it looks like it's all 
big. So when you look at it, you're like, oh, I'll just walk down there because it looks like it's pretty close by. Yeah. Huh. Three no. hours later. You're like, oh, this was the dumbest idea ever. Yeah. Do they have buses? They have buses. Okay. Uh, buses should run more regular than they do, but sometimes they it's like 25 minutes. So then yeah. you're like, well, I'll just walk there. <laughs> should have waited 25 minutes. Yes. Yeah. Um, That's happened to me before. And then cabs are cabs – are, are, um, Everywhere, but they're also very expensive. So oh, that sucks. Yeah, you know, I mean, you'd I bet they make bank though. They do, and you know, like my trip, one of my trips from the convention center to the airport was like twenty five bucks, which is not as much money as it's. That doesn't sound like it's like like a lot of money, but it was only three and a half miles to the airport. Holy crap! Yeah. Wow, that's a lot of money for three miles. Well, look at San Francisco. Right, the cab ride from San yeah. Francisco to the Toronado is forty-two dollars, and it's thirty-five dollars to twenty-one A. Yeah. So where are you going to go? I don't know. Depends on who's at either place. Yep. What were we talking about? Um, Underage drinking. Yes, that's where we started. <laughs> uh, Las Vegas. Yes. Not known for its beer bars, although there's a lot of new things that are opening. Lots of yep. interest in beer in Vegas. Uh, we'll have to do a Vegas show at some point. Yes, well, which, I should go to Vegas. Which requ- is required. Well, there's a Gordon Beers, there's a Blue Frog, there's the Pinball Hall of Fame, there's that one tap house downtown, there's the uh, brewery downtown. There's like two new breweries that are there. Yeah, no, it's kind of worthwhile to go. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. That's good to know. But don't make the destination, don't make it be about a beer destination. Make it be about a Vegas destination and have beer around it. Yeah. It's like there will be a place to go get good beer if I don't feel like getting super smashed hammered. So it's good to know. All right, well, let's open the other, the blue one. The blue one. So this is the market decimator beer. Thank yes. you. This is the beer. This yeah, okay. This is, bucket. This is even lighter than the other beer in color. Yes, specifically in color. Wow, it looks like it's like half is it's like half the color of the other one. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, there. This is why the British and the other people around the world call this canoe beer. Because it looks like it's going to taste like water. No, the joke is, how is making love in a canoe like American beer? I don't know. They're both fucking close to water. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you you dropped the f bomb. Um, that's the joke. Oh, oh, I get it. Oh. Huh. All right, cool. Yeah, no, I got that, but I was like, oh, you just said the F word. Why yeah. Did you say that? Well, you're not supposed to say it normally, but wow, this beer is like, not only is lighter in color, has half the flavor. It's got pretty good body for what it is. I mean, it doesn't feel like, it doesn't feel like it should be. Yeah, no, I feel like I could like, if I really wanted to, I could chug a can of that because it tastes like water. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't really taste like a whole lot of anything at all, actually. 
but the well, there's a little texture, bit of there's a little bit of sweetness on it. A little bit, but the texture of it is very similar to Budweiser, so I can see why it's like Bud Light. Like it, like it feels the same in your mouth. But it's got a weird sour finish to it. Yeah, that's one of the first things that I smelled when I poured it into my glass too. I was like, it smells like it could be a sour. It smells like it could be kind of sour. I don't know what's going on here. Compare this with Cable Car 2010. I was so mad that I missed that. Oh, I was so pissed. Uh, so last night we were at the Toronado 24-year anniversary party. Woohoo! 24th birthday, y'all. The funny thing about the 24th birthday is this. It's not anything special it's just another day at the tornado yes like they don't they don't make a there's no posters there's no flyers there's no thing saying hey come to the come to the 24 it's just like oh it's today yeah and we're open (laughs) what a coincidence you know it's like well we're you know gang's all here yep we're all having a good time Mm -hmm. and uh uh some good some amazing beer got poured Yes, some of it, I had I had a little bit of really awesome beers. They were all really good. The, the couple that I tasted, I seriously don't remember what they were, but they were fucking delicious. The, um, the Deschutes Black Butte XXIII. Oh, yeah, the Black Butt. Yeah, the Black Butt. Yes. The Black Butt 23, amazing. You, it, it, it changes every year. Okay. Is that why there's numbers? Well, no, it's their anniversary beer. Oh, okay. So that's why there's numbers. But it, every year, it's not the same. It's not the same batch. So okay. X uh, Black Butte Twenty was a totally different beer than Twenty Three, and Twenty Two was, you know, more chocolatey and more. Um, then this was more had another uh, component to it, which was this coffee flavor component. Like espresso, like espresso coffee, coffee. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, that was there. Yeah, I have to. Uh, I think Roxanne and I are going out to get drinks tonight. Maybe so. Maybe. Maybe <laughs> if she gets back from a bachelorette party and if she's not ready to kill herself. Oh yeah. Well, she'll probably want something normal. Maybe. Or just it, maybe just bad. Yeah, maybe. I don't Did know. you hear about that? That madness. What madness? 16 people all going to dinner in some place in North Beach. Uh, that might be Roxanne. No, that's what I'm saying. That that was the madness that she was participating in. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. 16 people going to dinner in North Beach because it's a bachelorette party. Yeah, and it was, it was seriously hilarious because she was doing appetizers and stuff because this is a surprise bachelorette party like it's not even like just a planned thing and they're doing stuff like it's a surprise so i wake up like saturday morning and roxanne my roommate is like running around the kitchen like freaking out because she has to put all these appetizers together and i'm just like uh how can i help you and she's like she flips out she's like Oh my god, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. It's like Roxanne, breathe. Give me a prep list. Like, I mean, we're both line cooks, that's how we roll. Like and she was just like, Okay, I need you to uh pick time, reduce balsamic vinaigrette, um, 
series of figs, blah blah blah. And I'm like, okay, it's consider yeah. done. Yeah. It'll 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 get done. But she like freaked out and we were on the phone trying to catch a cab for like twenty minutes. On the phone with Luxor for twenty minutes. Like Everyone was going to friggin' outside lands, which is retarded oh, yeah. anyway. They're all taking cabs. I guess so, because there were no, like, every cab service that I called was like, oh, why didn't sorry, you? Why but... didn't one of you walk down to, to Hate Street, I suggested, flag a cab, I and, suggested then, and then drive she around. did not want to do that. <laughs> and then drive, it's like, we got to go pick up my roommate. And you drive around, and then you, then you load up the cab. And then you get out, and she is on her way. That that would make sense, but she insisted that I not do one that because from, one block <laughs> because there Street. were things to do at the house. It was not up to me. It was not up to me. It would me. have been ten minutes to get that cab. That's true. Huh? But it was not up to me. She was funny. She was describing the whole thing to me, and I'm like, okay, that's easy. Okay, that's easy. Okay, that's easy. And then she said, uh, "Pan seared dates, figs, figs." I'm like, mm, that's gonna be hard. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know, you just you just made you just added a, a roadblock to your to your prep because you've got to yeah. deal with you've got to I don't know, you have to take the figs apart and then Well, no. So you just cut them in half. Yeah. Like top to bottom. Uh-huh. And then see Oh, them. that's it. That's it. Pan seared figs. Ta-da. <laughs> okay. It sounded complicated. We try to make things sound complicated because we want to sound cooler as individuals. Line cooks usually do, hmm. but... All right. That's why cooking is so easy, because we make it look complicated. Yeah. Yes. You don't watch food cooking shows, do you? <clears throat> um, sometimes I do. I I really like watching Top Chef, just to... Really, I watch cooking shows and stuff like that because I like getting ideas from other people and, like, making them into my own. It's, like, the stuff that they make, I could probably make something very similar to it but put my own spin on it, and that could be my next, like, entree from an ex-catering gig or something. Like, you never know when you're going to need those ideas. Nope, you never know. Stop playing with the paper. (laughs) Do I need to confiscate the paper? No, I'm just going to move the paper. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! <laughs> See, now the paper's out of your way. Now the paper's out of my way. Mm-hmm. Now I'm not thinking about the paper anymore. Nope. Um Anyway, well, anyway, it sounded like a nightmare. It sounded like it was not going to be fun at some point. Oh, it sounds awful. And it sounded like it was going to be very expensive. Yeah, it's... Roxanne has been saving up for this party for like a month. And so on Saturday, turns out instead of being at the hotel at three like she thought she was supposed to be there at two, she didn't. She didn't even leave the house till like two thirty to get on a bus to get to this hotel. What? By the way, just saying. Roxanne was Roxanne was freaking out. I told her to just flag the cab. Take the six or the seventy-one. Yep. Guess what? There is a cab right on that same street where the bus goes. I know. I weird. uh, Right. Yeah. I think I'm hoping she found one. Just stand in front of the tornado and go wave. Hey, cabbie. Hi, cab. Hello. I'm a girl. I mean, she has a mom voice too, yeah. which helps. Oh, I hate the mom voice. Oh, uh, but but the mom voice is so useful. No, I hate it when it's used on me. Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> I don't like I, I don't like being the subject of the mom voice, but I can use the mom voice. Right? Yeah, on the uh, I don't like the mom voice. It's not fun sometimes. No, yeah. It's, 
Well, this beer just gets worse. As it warms up, it's just a nasty little bastard. Doesn't taste very good. It, uh, you remember when we were commenting about the head on the Budweiser? Yep. No head at all. Nope. It's uh, gone. Well, it's, it was there for a second, yeah. like a hot second, and then like dematerialized. I don't even think there's enough interesting flavors in this beer to cook with it. Like if you did beer butt chicken... Dude, that would be awful. Yeah. I like, mean, I mean, Budweiser would be an okay option. Right. Well, you throw a bunch of spices and nices in the beer. Yeah. And then stuff it in the chicken, and then it would be okay. Yeah, Budweiser you know? would be all right. But the but Bud Light would just be gross. Like, it doesn't taste like anything. Nope. <laughs> um, let's see. What am I tasting? Yeah, just that insane bitter at the end. Yep. Okay, and when I say insane bitter, I'm not talking about the insane bitter from like an IPA. Yes. I'm just saying that there's a bitter finish on this. Yeah. That I'm not digging, and I think it's because it's not cold. Okay. It's pretty, I mean, it's not pretty cold, but it's cold enough. All right, well, that would be the cold that you would normally drink, right? Yeah. Like when you were drinking it all the time. Like that is an average temperature of a beer... Hmm. Bean drank. Right. Like, hmm. unless you have it, one of those little koozie things, and not everyone has one of those. So. Let's open up the other one, the next one, the silver one. Nope, oh, that one. Because, you know, I want to compare. Light to light. Light to light. By the way, these beers are all in cans, uh, because I think it's the better way Hence to. the can noise. Hence the can noise. Uh, I think it's the better way for these beers to travel. Um, okay, but the difference, there's one major difference between the Bud and Coors, is the can top. Okay, describe there's a it. special ventilation system, I guess. Special ventilation system? Well, it says vented wide mouth, and then they have that little line thingy there, and I don't know what that's all about, but well, it exists. Supposedly, it makes the beer port better. Because it has a, offers an edge for it to come out. It does pour better. Than the Bud White? Yes. Yes. Bud so it Bud isn't Weiser. just marketing. It makes sense. It's also a different shape O on the top. Yeah. It's the, the wider mouth thing. So there's some, marketing on, there's some marketing on this thing. Yeah. It says, the silver bullet R, vented wide mouth, vented wide mouth R, frost brewed our liner so those are marketing terms that they've registered trademarked oh uh, really yeah well, that's on the top dumb. frost frost brew liner What's yeah, i don't that know what that about? means i think frost brew liner means that there's a liner on the inside you won't find it in that thing um <clears throat> i think that means that it um they've developed another uh polymer that goes on the inside of the can so that the beer doesn't actually touch the can oh which is a constant problem because lots of people go all i taste is can <laughs> right and back well it's like eating canned tomatoes of course all you're going to taste is can it's been sitting in a can this is delicious it's compared, much better than bud light yeah compared to the other beer yep uh oh, guess what else i found in your uh information packet oh what so you know how we were talking about how the two mountains 
or the Blue Mountains, whatever, yeah. cold and super cold. So, the beer has a cold certified quote-unquote label, which turns the mountains on the label from white to blue when the beer's temperature is lower than 4 degrees Celsius. Oh, sweet. Oops. Lower than 4 degrees? Yeah. That's ice cold. Yes, that is ice cold. So, I mean, it is legitimately ice cold when it's blue. This is not blue now. It's drinkable temperature, but... Well, I like it better than the Bud Light. It has a similar color to... No, yeah, but that's, that's a, a mix of the two. Uh, this no, is a mix of the two? Well, no, that's mostly Bud. That. Yeah. But this is a... It's a similar... We can use this glass. Yeah. For the similar... For the coloring. Pour some Bud Light into there, and then we can do the color oh, comparison. Okay. Whoops. Wow, look at that head. Yep, and then it just disappears just and goes, goes away. away. Look, it's uh, almost it's, the same color. Yeah, it's almost the same color as the Bud I mean, but the Bud Light just gets, like, paler and paler. Like, once that head goes away, oh, the yeah. color just... Right, there's no... Well, the color's being augmented by the whiteness, the, the reflective white. Yeah. Yeah, but look at that. You can already tell it's a lot lighter. Yeah. As it settles, it's all the bubbles go away. Yeah, no, I actually, like... Coors Light. The bubbles in Coors Light are smaller than the bubbles in the Bud Light. I Excellent observation. I don't know why. They are small. Definitely. Tiny little bubbles. Yeah. So this yeah. beer didn't even exist until 1978. Coors Light. Yeah. Once again, market decimator. Mm-hmm. Coors beer not a big market uh giant uh up until 1978 because uh have you ever seen the movie smoking and the bandit no clint eastwood and some other guy uh drive a trans am and a okay. semi from alabama or not alabama from one of the su- one of the southern states like to georgia te- or georgia something? that's it okay from georgia to texarkana Texas. Texarkana? Texarkana, okay. which is the border town uh, where there is Coors beer. So they find a distributor. They go there. There's nobody open. They load the semi with beer anyway. They leave a check for the beer <laughs> and drive <laughs> nice. away. Awesome. Yeah. So pretty much what they've done is illegal because yeah. they're transporting stolen beer across state lines. It's not stolen. They left a check. It's still stolen. No, it's not. They don't have a proper invoice, and they don't have the ABC license. Stolen. All right, fine. All right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but they want the beer to get there. So uh, did I say Clint Eastwood? I meant Burt Reynolds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, Clint Eastwood? Really? Okay. <laughs> Burt. Okay, now that makes a lot more sense. I can see Burt Reynolds stealing <laughs> okay, a bunch of cores. Okay, we often get the facts wrong on beer school. <laughs> <laughs> we do this live without a net. <laughs> I mean, you saw the prep for the show. Yeah. It, it was, was to make sure that we had some pages of facts so we could look up dates. Yes. Without using the confuser, uh, relying on the confuser. Uh, anyway. Do I want to know what the confuser is? Or is yeah, it it's just a computer. Really confusing? Oh, okay. The confuser. <laughs> so if you have one in front of you, you're like, uh, what do I touch? What do I get? Uh, how do I... I don't uh, know what to do. What do I type I into Google? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. What do I type into Google? Well, no. After tasting the difference between 
the two buds and Coors Light. No wonder it was like a market decimator or whatever. Like it's tastes almost like Budweiser, kind of. Yep. Um, Budweiser is a little sweeter, but like it's light beer, quote unquote light beer, and it tastes pretty damn good for what it is. I think if I had the choice so far between that, that, or that, I'll pick that every time. And that's yes. good radio. <laughs> if I had that, that, or that, I would pick that. That's wonderful. Yeah. I think I would also pick that. Yeah. Just saying. I mean, it's it's good. Yeah. It's not making me unhappy. <laughs> Should we tell? Do we tell the story about Brad and Bonnie? Uh, I think you should because right. it's a really funny, it's a funny story. story. So yeah. Brad is a home brewer. He's also he's also a chemist by uh, trade. He's got a he's got a PhD in this stuff. So mm-hmm. he's a pretty smart guy as far as uh, stuff goes. Anyway, so we were talking about hanging out with brewers. And I'm like, have you ever hung out with, and I named a bunch of brewers. And he was like, no, I've never hung out with those guys. I'm like, why not? He's like, oh, dude, go. I'm like, what? So you're just going to dribble around these guys? Like like drilling yourself? Yeah. And, like, <laughs> and, and, yeah. uh, and then he said, well, I would leave Bonnie for, and he names a bunch of brewers. Yeah. And I'm like, that's really weird, dude. Because one of the brewers is, that's her husband's. Yes, like the woman standing, behind the bar. The woman behind the bar, that's her husband. Yes, and which is really funny. <laughs> that was funny and awkward all at the same time. And then Bonnie's like, well, I guess I'll just go to brewing school. <laughs> and then the next thing she said is, because then he'll leave me for me. Yes, <laughs> which was hilarious. Where I was just like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, had to. Be, I think he had to be there, actually. It was pretty funny. But when Bonnie yes. said had to leave, he would leave me for me. <laughs> that was really funny. She's like, oh, I'll just go to brewing school. Yeah. It yeah. even sounds better when you pour it. That's cool. Hmm. I can't imagine that there was meeting after meeting after meeting of these guys opening cans and pouring beer to figure out which one sounded better. And they're like, I think A. No, 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 play it. Do it again. <laughs> Look, 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 look. <laughs> no, okay, now do B. Look, 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 look. Now, now do C. <laughs> okay, now do A. Look, 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 look. I, I don't know, man. I'm really confused. Can you go back to C? <laughs> Wait, can you do B one more time? Wait, do B again. I, I don't think that one sounded right. <laughs> Well, I mean, legit, it sounds better when you pour it. Yeah, and then open up the other cans and then compare them. Like, okay, now open the red can. Ooh, that sounds good. Can you make it sound like that? (laughs) What do you mean, like hawking the loogie? No, 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 let it go at... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, meeting about opening cans. No, it's a meeting about the sound of an opening can. Not opening cans. No. Not the opening can meeting. The sound of opening can meeting. Yep. Yeah, I'm sure that they had 
you know, six how, how would you take minutes? How would you take um, notes on sound? Of, well, you have a recorder like this one, right? Oh, okay. Right? So you, you have the, the mini camera and you just turn it on and you go, okay, tink. Wait, maybe we should just demonstrate this. Okay, so that's the mountains. We went on mountains and we want to push this button. Do you want one on mountains? No, it's on. Okay. Oh, okay, cool. And then we can go like this and go beep. And now it's on. And there's... Alex pouring. Hi. Hi. Pour a beer. Like it sounds awesome. Yeah, it does. All right. Wave goodbye. Like, bye. It's like that's the sound that you want when you're pouring beer into a cup. Like that's the sound you want. Or a glass. The head did disappear though. Yeah, it did. Well, I think that's the problem with all these beers is that as they they just don't hold up their head. And for good reason. Yeah. What American beer drinker wants a big fat head on their beer? Who's this going to be? Hmm. I thought I turned my device to stun. Stun? Oh, uh, yeah, that was our other guess. Ack, of course, didn't make it. Stayed up way too late looking at videos. Hope your podcast was cool. Thanks for the invite. Such a fun night. All right, so those guys aren't showing up. Who is that, Brennan? No. That was Michael. Oh, okay. And his, oh, and his and friend his cousin. and his cousin from Austin who works at a brewery there. Nice. I'm like, dude, you should be on the show. Impress yeah. your friends. Hello. Be on beer school. Yeah. Anyway, they're not coming. Okay. Obviously. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But he was kind of surprised. Like, you know, first going to the Windmer thing. Yeah. Got dragged to that. We all got in for free. Um, Fuck yeah. Yeah, and no, that, I heard, uh, didn't Michael find a pass? Yeah, a free pass, a pass or something? Yeah, got a free pass, which is fine because, you know, we were, we all were representing them. And so we all got in for free. Then we went to the Tornado 24. This guy's never heard of the Tornado. Oh, man, he's missing out. Like, well, well then, no, he's not and anymore. Once, and then but. once he realized where he was, he's like, I think I know about this place. You know, and then, like, you know, things come to, yeah. together and he's like I'm at the 24th anniversary party <laughs> like yes yeah it's like you're, yes you're at the 24th yeah, anniversary of yeah. Tornado and, like uh, and, and, hi and so the first beer we get was Cable Car 2010 <sighs> you know times bastard. yeah times three and uh, put down the the money for it and got money back and it was impossible you know it was one of those impossible yeah, transactions yeah. where you're like, uh, huh? You don't question it, and then you give half of it back because that's that's how, how we're going to do that's it. That's what we're going to do, right? Yeah. So anyway, impossible transaction turned into possible transaction, and then he's like, "What's this?" I'm like, "Cable Car 2010 from Lost Abbey," and yeah. you know, or AKA Port Brewing, right? So there's only like 15 barrels of this stuff ever. I know, and, and I missed it, out. I'm and it only comes to here. Yes. And it only comes to there. Like tornadoes in San Diego and California, or uh, yeah. San Francisco, that's it. And so, you know, like minutes later, that sign comes down. Mm. Okay, with things like that, if I text you that I'm going to be there, you need to get me a glass of that stuff before okay. it runs out. But I didn't know when you were going to be there. Yeah. I, You know what? We could have just lined it up. It would have been fine. I would have just had Tad put this in the back. It's, it's like, it's for Alex. 
for when she gets here. They've saved they've saved beer for me from before. Oh, they have. Yeah, nice. for um, uh, Pliny the Younger. Oh, oh my god! I can't wait to like when and if they get Pliny the Younger again. Like... In February, February the first or the ninth or the whatever. Okay. The other thing is we can go. We have friends who have cars. We can actually make them take us to Santa Rosa. There's and, buses that go up to Santa Rosa. And we can cut in line and use our powers. I'm going to cut in line and use my... Well, I really don't have superpowers. But you have superpowers. You will have superpowers. Yeah. After this show... Psh. Yay! I like having superpowers. Superpowers are good to have. They are. They get you things like this. Yes. Cool things like that. If I wasn't they working last like night, I totally would have gone. Oh. Superpowers got me this. My superpower has got me a flip video phone, or a oh. flip video camera. It's like a, this is like a flip. Only yeah. it's Kodak, but it's a HD 1080, uh, 1080p camera. Nice. Yeah, it's only worth 90 bucks, but still, superpowers. Superpowers. <laughs> Not going to say no to free shit. Use your powers wisely, though. Mm-hmm. Or if I ever tell you to use your powers, you know what that means. Mm-hmm. I always tell people around me, use your powers. I have some powers. I don't know. The more you drink it, the bitter it gets. Yeah, it has, it has that similarly to Bud Light, where it's like the more you drink it, all you get is that icky bitter thing. I don't know what the icky bitter is. Is it the fact that it's light? No, I think what you're tasting is the hops. Um, what kind of hops do you think they use? Not very many. That's well, I didn't of... ask how much. I asked what kind. Oh, well, it's hard to know. It's probably a blend of Hollow Tower, Centennial, and Chinook. Hollow Tower for the aroma. Oh, okay. And because uh, there's no there's no bittering in that, <clears throat> and Chinook because it's a high alpha acid, they don't have to use as much, even though they're making a ton, a you know crap load of beer. Yeah, I mean, if you can save money where you can, especially when you're making such a high volume, yeah. then you might as well. So use that that hop in place of a bigger or a better hop that might be more for more uh, conducive to the flavor, but you have to use three times as much. That's not cost effective. So yep. let's use this high alpha acid thing and call it a day. And... Yep, it's like save a little bit of money in the meantime. Yeah, it's like. The best way to cost reduce stuff is to not ship it. All right, mm-hmm. I'm over this. Yep. All right, open the last one of those. Last one. It's so satisfying. Isn't it? <laughs> Come here. Again, fantastic beer pour noise. Brought to you by Coors. It's about the same color, actually. Yeah. Well, I mean, we'll put it in the middle. Well, that's Bud Light. I know, but they're similar color. It's uh, huh, it's about ten percent darker. Let me see. Yeah, about the same. Yeah, but they're definite. They're two distinct colors, but they are about the same. Mm-hmm. Like, if you had to do a lineup and go, that's that, that's that, that's that. Actually, that could be a fun game. We should do that. Oh, we should. Just, like, switch them all around be like, 
It's like, you know that game where you, like, put the rock under a cup and then you, like, switch them all around? <laughs> I'm sorry. But, like, I finished describing the game, you're like, Ugh. No, I just tasted that beer. I know. I saw your face. The Bugs Bunny face. Mmm. All right. Something's wrong with this. This is just... I, I don't remember this being so icky. Bad. Yeah, no, that's... Lift up the can and see if there's a date on it. August 5th, I think? No, August 8th. That was like two days ago. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. This is gross. August 8th. Which August 8th? 2011. It says 2011 on it. Here. Hmm. Look. That's like, like I said, oh, that's actually, six, that's, that's actually doable. That's six days ago. Can it go in six? It no. can do that in six days. No, I think it's just the, I think it's just the beer. I think it is too. It smells weird. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think it's supposed to taste like that. Because that is good. And yeah. that's drinkable, and that's not. But that's yeah. not its fault. Well, this... It's kind of asking for it a little bit. This is drinkable. This is much better. And, and that's, that's not. just like... If we're like in a lineup, that should be like in the next room. Yeah. Like, it's, it's bad. Yeah, so what happened to this beer in a in a week? This would be an interesting thing. Would be to get it from a different source, from a different time, and go. You know, this is what this beer tastes like. Because here's the problem: I don't drink this beer every day, so I yeah. don't know. Well, I mean, neither do I. Like, I see you at Toronto like four nights a week. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know what kind of beer I drink. Exactly. And it's and definitely even, not this. I've read your mind and got one of them for you. Yes, which was awesome. Uh, but anyway, this is so that, like... I, I don't, don't even want to take another drink I don't of even. It. I don't often make the Bugs Bunny face on this show. The Chilada, total Bugs Bunny face. Have you seen that stuff? No. It's Clamato... This fish drink. Yeah. It's it's tomato and it's a fish drink. No, it's got tomatoes and fish stuff in it. Like dashi, like fish flakes. Like like fi- you look it up. Anyway. Okay, I need I need you to write it down and spell. Oh it. no, I will. No, okay. I'll look it up. So the thing is, when we did the show called Weird, we did this was one of the things that was on the show, uh. and we had to find, we had a hard time finding it. Because it didn't, they didn't have it at Porn and Liquor. They didn't have it at the Safeway. They didn't have it at the other Porn and Liquor. So we had to go into the Mission to find it. <laughs> and the first place we went, the Mission, of course they had it. It was right yeah, there. Yeah, because it's a Mission. Like, well, the mission everything's had, in the Mission. Yeah, but it, evidently it's a really big thing in Mexico, drinking beer and colmado. Yeah. So what the Budweiser guys decided to do is like, okay, we'll just mix this ourselves, label it on the can, send it out to the world, and it's all good. <laughs> Ugh. So anyway, we poured made I made the mistake of pouring it into a glass very similar to this, and you can see this stuff going around on the. It's like it's it, it looks like, and I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna drink this. This is just gross. And so 
it's and then the bubbles of the beer are moving it around. So it's all in solution. You take a sniff of it and it's like, okay, that's just wrong. And it's pink <laughs> it's color, not or not red. Like bright pink? No, not like barf pink, but like pink. Like Pepto-Bismol pink? No, uh, more happy than that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so you like, and then you're like, all right, don't look. And then it's... Oh, it's gross. It's awful. Yeah. Anyway, that was the other time I made the Bugs Bunny face on the show. Yeah. And this is the other time I made Bugs Bunny <laughs> face on the show. Yeah. No, that that's. Just, I don't know. Like I honestly think that that's what it's supposed to taste like. Possibly. So it's what is a two-stage cold activation? Oh, I get it. It's got the same blue stuff as the other thing. Only they're not in the shape of. Mountains? Yeah, well, no, this one has the the bars as yeah. well. Oh, they put that there. So it's not just mountains. They oh, Yeah, these, so the oh, mountains... These, are, these mountains also get... Yeah, so uh, the mountains and the bars turn colors. So, so there's two... There's multiple indicators around so the can. cold and super cold. Yeah. Well, they don't say what super cold is. Maybe that's well, what if cold... Because the super cold's relatively new. Like, I remember when they added the super cold. So the cold is negative four degrees. Negative four degrees? That's freaking cold. Or no, sorry. No, four, four degrees. Four degrees C. Four degrees. So maybe zero is super cold. I don't know. Maybe. All right. We'll have to look that up and put it in the show notes because I – and then there's this, there's the frost brew liner again, but it doesn't have the other words. Oh, vented wide mouth R. There is no silver bullet because the core is light. Is There's a silver no silver bullet, bullet can. right? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so, honestly, I think that Coors actually tastes like that. Do you know what I heard about Coors? That they bought a mountain on the East Coast and named it Rocky Mountain so that they could say that they got their water, <laughs> that it was Rocky Mountain spring water. But it's... Rocky Mountain. Yeah, but it's one mountain. I know. Rocky Mountain spring water. <laughs> nice. Good marketing, guys. Yeah. Good marketing. <laughs> I have to look that up. I think that that's just a fun I'm, fact. I'm not drinking this. I'm sorry. Really? It's gross. Okay, dump. It's icky. When the, mountain, when the mountains turn blue... Oh, no. If the mountains turn blue, are we pregnant? Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Oops. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Oh, no. It's as cold as the Rockies, TM. When the mountains turn blue, it's as cold as the Rockies. Well, wait a minute. What about the summertime? The Rockies aren't cold in the summer. Is there still ice? Well, there's, the ice? there's snow, but if you walk up the mountain, it might be 70 degrees on the side of the mountain. Well. Like the guys when they're climbing the Matterhorn or the Hindenburg. No, not the Hindenburg. The uh, Everest. There's mm-hmm. parts where basically they're so hot as they're walking up the hill that they've that they've taken every you know their jackets off and they're they're just trudging up that's the, bizarre never yeah. heard of that well that's what happens when you get up to up up above a certain area that it's just hot because there's not the atmosphere there and it's just uh, okay. it's just warm All right. but there that. can still be ice and snow okay cuz the snow is reflective it doesn't actually melt the doesn't actually melt yeah so it could be and that's why spring skiing is so kind of much fun because it can be 60 degrees you're skiing on the snow 
it might be a little slushy, but not that bad. Yeah. And uh, you're having a good good old time, but you're wearing shorts. Don't fall. Oh, that sounds painful. It's just ice. Well, no, like falling. Falling? Oh, ski, skiing. In shorts while skiing. Yeah, well, don't fall. Okay. Well, <laughs> you you know me. I have, I lack coordination. I just lack coordination. And I don't think I should be put on skis and shorts. To be like, okay, go have fun down the hill. Have you been on skis? Nope. How come? I don't know. I grew I grew up in Kentucky. We don't have skis there. They have water skis. No. Hmm. Have you ever seen the Ohio River? It's gross. Supposedly, there's dead people floating in it. That was the rumor when I was growing up. There was a, there were dead people floating in the Ohio River, and sometimes you could see them if you hung out on the Purple People Bridge, like you were cool kids and stuff. Like Purple People Bridge. Yeah, so there's a bridge that's like right next to the 180 or whatever, and um, I don't even remember what the highway's called. Yeah, but the 180. You take the 180, and the person's like, "What? I do a U-turn? No, no, take the 180." No, do I turn? Where do I turn around? Yeah, no, no, just take the one eighty. What are you talking about? <laughs> do I go north or south? No, one eighty. Like that's what I'm west or east. <laughs> yeah. All right, that's that's writer at beerschool dot com. Oh, okay. No, that's... you're you're missing it. It's basically, I'm oh. trying to write a bad joke and it's not working. Oh. Okay. And so anyway, uh, if you have a complaint about that, send it to writer at beerschool dot com. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Um, see, the, you'll have to learn some of the other okay, well, quirks of the show. Sometimes yes. there's a bad joke, and I don't stop telling it no matter what. <laughs> right? And and it just becomes worse, and everybody's like, shut up. Just go on. Move on. And so then it, and then Motor will say at some point, that's writer at beerschool.com. And I'm like, oh, right. Duh. Next. And then I get okay. out of my head. That's like, put the pen down. <laughs> <laughs> just put the pen down. Yeah. But no, so there was a bridge that you could walk Next on. to the 180. Next to the 180. Not yeah. going to tell that joke. It didn't work. Nope. Nope. So the Purple People Bridge? Yeah. It's called the Purple People Bridge because it's painted purple. But why? Oh, okay. It doesn't actually eat people. No. I wish it did. Because then it would eat all those assholes in high school. But <laughs> <laughs> yes, if it actually ate people, that would have been a lifesaver. But it doesn't. The Purple so... People Bridge. It's not the Purple People Eater Bridge. I know, but the Purple People Bridge could just be a shortened version. They didn't actually want... It's marketing, right? That's it's more true. friendly to say... We are discussing marketing. It's it is more friendly to talk... To call it the Purple People Bridge. If you call it the Purple People Eater Bridge, not only is that two syllables longer, it's a negative connotation that people are going to get eaten. If it's just the Purple People Bridge, that sounds like, oh, it's so happy. It's purple and people are on it. <laughs> It's purple, and there's people, and Never it's Never mind that they're going to get eaten. We don't have to tell them that fact nope. or that problem or that little uh, uh, feature. Ah, it is a feature. It is a feature, it? but it's a negative feature, so we're not going to put it – we're not going to talk about that feature. Yes. Which is weird because this thing's got that same feature on the – yeah, no, I think all cores cans do, because I've seen, like, the normal size ones, yeah. like the 12-ounce ones, and they have that. The wide mouth with the vented yeah. thing. 
What, why the other guys haven't come up with their own Vento? Well, no, they've patented it, right? Yeah, it's Hence a design. The, it's the a R? design. It's a no. It's a well. No, the R is saying that. Yeah, we're we're <laughs> trademarking the word wide mouth. Oh. Vented wide mouth is their R, which means it's a registered trademark. <laughs> now, if there's a patent on here that'll be on the can somewhere that says patent number one seven five five two one six comma. One four two seven, but there is no patent number on it. So, and there's no patent pending on it. Well, what on container did you get this from? From a six pack in the in the. Uh, Does did the six pack possibly have the patent number on no, it instead it was, of the can? No, it wasn't in a box. It was in a in oh, a ring plastic? top. Yeah, ring tops. So, huh? Interesting. Well, weird. There's no patent number. Do you have to put the patent number on it? Generally, if you're trying to keep your patents, uh, protect your patent, you disclose on the product somewhere that there's a patent. So, like, for example, uh, this is really small. Hold on a second. Holding. No. I can't read this small anymore. I'm getting too freaking old. Here, let me see it. Gracias. Yep. There might be patent numbers on that. Does it have letters and numbers? Nope. It's going to be a, it'll have a number sign in front of it and like a seven comma three six nine comma one two three four or one two three. see one but this is on like the battery yeah the battery might have a patent on it there's a lot of like there's a lot of little things on it but there's I don't a lot see. of chinese all right well sometimes so there probably is a yeah pat, there probably is a patent on this but they're just not disclosing it on the can okay and which it, would make sense for all the other cans of beer to not have it because yeah. it's a great idea um and this is why you don't see that that same kind of TM on the other cans. Um, yeah. Huh. Okay. I have to write something down, so I need my pen and my piece of paper. Uh, that you were fiddling with before. Coors Patent. I'm gonna look what it up. What else are we gonna look up? Oh, we were gonna look up that one weird tomato fish drink. Oh yeah. Oh. Okay, so I know I didn't tell you this earlier, and I know that we're on the radio, but my skirt has pockets. I think it's awesome. Cool. Yeah. I found it out this morning. I've worn it like four times, and I've never noticed the pockets until this morning. It has pockets. <sighs> I love pockets. Okay. Huh. All right, I don't want any more of that. Out of here. Yep. Should we play that game? The color game? Yeah. Sure. Okay. So what we're going to do is I'm going to stop this. We're going to get some glasses, and then we're going to figure out how to play this game. Okay. Okay? All right. BRB. Okay, so we're back. So um, here's how we're going to play the game. We have four beers and three glasses. Yes. 
And so the best way to play this game is to make it more challenging. We're going to eliminate one of the person who's pouring the beers. We're going to put it about half an half an inch in each one. Yeah. Not very much. Uh, the person who's guessing has to uh, has to can say which can do it one of three ways. You can say one of the beers that's not here is and name it. Okay. The other way to do it is you can say that's that's that that's that that's that. Okay. So that's you're going to guess either which beer is not there. Yeah. Or what the three beers yeah. are. Right. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So I'm going to turn around. Oh, okay. This is good radio. Okay, <laughs> this is great radio. I'm not looking in. Okay. You better not be and looking. Alex is going to pour three beers into three glasses. Mm-hmm. It's a good thing that they're already open, otherwise I'd be able to tell which beer you were pouring into what. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, hold okay. on. No, 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 don't turn Not around. Ready? The uh okay is which beer is which one. <laughs> uh-oh. All right. Okay, you got it right, figured out? Yes. All right, I'm back. Kay. All right, oh, this is hard already. They all look the same. <laughs> don't they all look the same? It's weird. Huh, okay. Oh, I'm doing this from far? Okay. Can I have them closer? Yes, Okay, sweet. Very good. There's that. You just got to keep them There's in the that. row. So in the I row know right now. No, I'm not moving them around. Okay. Okay. Good. So this one is the Bud Light. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. This one. This one's the Coors Light. This one's Budweiser. Yep. You got them all right. I didn't even smell them. I know. That's awesome. Ah. Oh. Kind of. Kind of. Because <laughs> they do, like, from afar, they do all look they exactly, look exactly the, same. the same. Exactly. But so here's the... Yeah. The Coors Light, the head on that one is holding a lot more, but I think it's because we opened it a little later. Nope. That's exactly what that is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this it's is It's still one. good. This is the one I poured first, and then second, skipped, and then third. All right. Okay. So I am. You ready for? You want to play? Of course you yeah, want to play. Of course you want to play. All right. All right. Okay. So uh, cups. Here's these. Here's this. Here's this. Okay. Dump them. Dump them in here. Yep. So it's not fair. If I take all these. I think we have a lot of that Coors. <laughs> okay. And you want the cups, and I'm going to turn around. Yeah, I want them. You okay. have to turn around. All right, I'm turning around. All right. Alex is turned around. And there are no reflective surfaces? So there are no reflective see. surfaces that she can see. Yes. Oh, let's see. Let's move these around so that... Huh. Well, okay. Now, we this have... is a test of my palate against yours. I don't know if I didn't even, even I didn't even taste them. I know. You Maybe you should taste, taste them. I probably might have to taste them. Okay, that's fine. But we shall see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Okay, there's that. Ready? Not yet. Okay. One more. That sounds like Corey's light. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay. Ready? Yep. Cool. Alright, here they are in this order. One, two, three. Okay. Yep. Okay, so I've poured three beers. They're all relatively the same height in the glass. And now Alex is looking at them. Oh, I should take a picture of this. Because <laughs> this is funny. She's taking her time checking this out. Sorry, this camera's so slow when it, when it comes up. Oh, yeah, that's a nice pose. Are you done yet? <laughs> I am. Okay. Okay, camera. <clears throat> I want to say... That you did not pour me Budweiser. I did not pour you Budweiser. Is that true? Um, well, that would be... Then you would know. Then there would be no point to the game. Uh, okay. She's that tasting... Bud Light. Is it? Yes. Yeah, okay, cool. Um, let me see if I can... Okay, I have to taste them. <laughs> You have to taste them. Is that Coors? Taste the, the taste the other one. Ugh. Trade <laughs> <Okay>, back. <laughs> so that's Coors. Yes. Right? Yes. Okay. So this is Coors. Wait, is this? That's not the Coors. The one that you just bugs bunny faced was the Coors. Oh, yeah, and this is the Coors Light. No, it's Bud Light. That's Bud Light? No, I'm sorry, it's Budweiser. Oh, this. it's Budweiser? Yeah. Okay. Well, that makes sense. Yep. Full because on. if I had to pick my like, two, it would be like Coors Light and then Budweiser, because Budweiser's sweeter-ish. But... Yeah, yeah, okay, cool. Well, I almost got them. <laughs> oh, you filmed all that? I Shit. did. Oh, <laughs> well, no, I had like, to. <laughs> yes. Okay. All right. That's kind of a fun game. That was a fun game. That was hilarious. Huh. Well, I learned something. I learned that my palate is able to see what these things are. Yeah. And uh, I have a different opinion about them all now. Um, originally, my the premise was that these mm -hmm. aren't horrible beers. Yes. And I'm like, you know, there's a place and a time for a Budweiser and a Coors Light and a Bud Light and not a Coors. But the, yeah. you know, there's, because there's, you never see this on tap anymore, ever. No shit. Like, it's gross. I think that this is, there's something wrong with this beer. But I've yeah. I've been the defender of them. I'm like, you know, you got to give it to you got to give it to these guys. You have to say they're making a very consistent product. Yeah. It doesn't ever change except for that one. Um it's done an amazing thing in the for the public in educating people about things like born on date, about yeah. temperature control, about storage, about the liner that's in the can and why that's important. And and the can opening meetings and yeah the can opening meetings 
and this, you know, all the experience that is this product. Mm-hmm. So it only makes for better beer drinkers in the long run. An, yeah. ed- an educated public is a good public. Yes. I completely agree. Yeah, no, I did learn a lot today about these companies and how they make their beer and why they do what they do a little bit. And it's kind of cool. Like, you know, I never really knew that Coors wasn't willing to ship out their product if it couldn't be temperature controlled. And, you know, like Budweiser makes sure that people rotate the beer when if they don't sell it when they don't sell it or they're selling a lot more of it like it's it's good to know that even though those people do run a larger corporation than most breweries like they still care which is nice they um you know and everyone everyone in the company is required to quality control all the time so if they go out to a, a restaurant or a bar they order one of these one of their beers that they represent you know, yeah. which is kind of unfair because you're like, there's all these other wonderful things to try. But you also want to be conscious of the fact of if my beer doesn't taste good at this at this place. You want to know why. I want to know why. Is is it the lines? Is it the tap? Is it the temperature? Is it the fact that they're getting illegal shipments of cheap beer that's expired? Yeah. That they're not telling anybody. That they're not telling anybody. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. The other thing, so anyway, that's that's been my thing to to defend this stuff to yeah. to some point, especially with my craft beer fanatical friends. They're like, I don't like those beers. I'm like, when was the last time you actually tried a Budweiser? Yeah, like you sat down and you thought about what it tasted like. Yeah, it's like I I like Coors Light. Like after this array of tasting, like I can sit down and feel comfortable drinking a Coors Light. Yep. No problem. Yeah, because, well, it has to be the right temperature, of course. That's true. It yeah. has to be has either cold or super cold. Yeah, one of those two. Yeah. Uh, to have maximum enjoyment out of it. And I don't think it has to be, as long as the mountains are sort of blue, I think we're all all still okay. Yeah, but because, I mean, it's like you're not going to drink a beer, then put it back in a refrigeration unit. No. Like, it's going to be out because you're drinking it. Yep. And so it's still fine, even if the mountains aren't totally blue. But... <laughs> Actually, you want to know a funny story. If you if you go and hang out with brewers, mm-hmm. like any of them, you will find this beer, and I'm holding up the silver can, yes. in their refrigerator. Like nine out of ten brewers, this is their other, this is their, I don't want a craft beer, I just want a beer, and they'll yeah. get a Coors Light. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, no, it took me a minute to figure this out. Like, why is there every, why is every brewer's fridge have this in there? It's like, well, they get home and they don't, you know, they've been building these big, 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 big beers all day. They just want something that's not so in their face. Yeah. They want something that they're not staring at every day and freaking out over. And So the best part about beer school is? The homework. The homework is beer. So your homework this week is to reproduce this session in your own home with your own friends. The idea is get a Bud Light, a Coors Light, a Budweiser, and a Coors. Make sure to check the bottoms of the cans to make sure you're getting the freshest possible beer. Mm-hmm. You might also consider getting more than one of them in case you want to fix, 
to try to understand the anomaly of the beer that we didn't like. Uh, yep. And this should be a very good beer, but for whatever reason, this one's bad. It's not. It's icky. Uh, it's horrible. Uh, and it may not be the beer's fault. This particular, you never know. It could just be this particular beer is not right with itself. Yes. So if you have another one of them, you can open it up and go, well, you know, it's... And Either you, the same or completely different. Yeah. Day, so. And then the other thing you can do with this experiment is you can get beer in a can and beer in a bottle, and you can do the side-by-side. You can actually taste the difference between the can and the bottle, which is unbelievable, but it's possible to do. Yeah. Uh, some people like what we found when we did that, when, when, when I did this experiment before, was that consistently the can was the better product. Whereas the bottle was the lesser known thing. The can is just a, you know, there's no light that gets in. It's a better vessel. Uh, Mm -hmm. It has less chance. It has no chance for light to strike it. And the seal is much better. Yes. Seal joke. Remind me to put a seal joke here somewhere. Write down seal joke. I'm writing down seal joke. Okay. Seal joke. Okay. Awesome. So the homework, like I said, get one of each of these. Do a side-by-side-by-side-by-side. If you have enough people, play the game where you can figure out which one's which. Because it's really fun. Yeah, you should be able to do that. And and you'll be surprised because you can actually taste the difference between these four beers. And if we were on Mythbusters, we would say that the myth was that all of these beers taste the same. And it's in this case, it's busted. Yes. Myth busted. Yeah. Done. All right. Uh, anything else? Um, no, I think that's it. We tasted all the beers. The thing that's weird game. about Budweiser is this particular beer. Yes. Is that it's made specifically for different regions. And so when I lived in Iowa, the Budweiser mm. that was in Iowa was wildly different than the Budweiser in Nebraska. And the difference was is that they made, and it was the amount of alcohol. So the Budweiser in Iowa was like a 4% product. Mm -hmm. The Budweiser in Nebraska was a 5-2 product. And you could taste the difference. It was wild. And the thing was it was all about the laws. It was all about local laws. Oh, yeah, yeah. That said that. And there was no label anywhere that just made a distinction between the beer. Uh, there might have been a numbering thing on the bottom or on the box or, you know, some other way of just... Uh, some serial number code yeah, some, thing. something. But when I, when, I, uh, when I would go, when I was traveling, when I was working in Iowa and I would go see my friends in Nebraska, my friends in Iowa would always say, bring back Budweiser. And yeah. they're like, okay, why? And they're like, because the Nebraska beer is better. I'm like, that's weird. And well, so, it has a higher alcohol content. Yeah. So, yeah. And so that's what they wanted. So I would bring back two or three cases of it every time. They're like, yeah. thank you. And you're like, it's just Budweiser. Well, they were my Harley Davidson writing friends. And so I had to. I was going to yeah. get a swirly or a noogie or a, something. A, a, something, a yeah. wedgie or just have to drink with them. <laughs> <laughs> no, drinking with them was fun. Yeah. I learned a lot about drinking from my friends who who uh, rode bikes. And the thing was is that everyone was like, oh, my gosh, they're scary bike guys. I'm like, no, they're accountants and <laughs> writers and – That's so funny. And, you know, just normal people. It's just that they're wearing leather. And so thus they look scary. 
construction workers. Yep. So I would always be the guy who'd say, okay, you know, take over the bottle of Jack and open it, throw the cap away, and then they'd be like, oh, you're Uh-oh. serious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> yes. It's like, oh, you you mean we're, oh. Oh. And then that was the respect. There was like the the moment of okay, you're not just some young yup driving a driving a German whatever. <laughs> like you actually mean business. Yeah, and I evidently you're not driving home either, just like us. <laughs> cool. Cool. All right. Well, I think that's it. I don't know if I have anything else to say. We could talk about the marketing. I mean, like we didn't talk about the market decimation, but there's the stories about this, and the idea is that. Both of these two products, the light, the Bud Light and the Coors Light, were both introduced in the market, and they decimated their original original components. Original components. Yeah. This product sells about sixty percent of Budweiser's portfolio. Yep. And then the this rest, product yeah. sells about seventy percent of Coors' portfolio. Which. Not I'm, a surprise. Yeah, definitely not a surprise. Like, I'm I'm kind of surprised that it's only 70% like yeah well they have some other things in their line that true. that account for that that other stuff i mean i'm, I'm not i wouldn't be surprised if this is like 20 if this is even 20 yeah i mean i don't know anyone that drinks normal cores mm-hmm. like nobody nobody and uh and then you know this is the other weird thing is that all of these products are in decline in market share, you know they've sold less Budweiser and less Coors, uh, yeah, recently than any other time, you know, in the last twenty years. And this is a slide that's continuing down. The interesting thing about it is, is that where is that market slide coming? Where is that market slide going? Is yeah. it going to craft beer? Is it going to Alcapops? Is it going to wine? Is it going to just people not drinking the product anymore. Yeah. You know, and it's is like, that where is that deflux of money going? Yeah. It's like what are they buying instead that Coors Light or Bud or Coors or Budweiser can make or offer right. to bring them back? Or maybe they're never coming back. And it's, it's a it's a fascinating thing as I've tried to find to look at this, you know, from you know, mar- market shares that are rising and, mar- you know, other things. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's not clear. You know, and, and some of it is, like, in the case of this, this was the beer of choice from young people for, you know, forever. Still is. Still is. Is it, is this sliding because of uh, vodka and Red Bull? I don't think so. Vodka and Red Bull's expensive. Okay. Like... I drank it when someone else bought it for me, but <laughs> I didn't buy it because it's expensive. I mean, vodka's expensive, and when you're trying to buy beer, and the easiest thing to buy underage is beer, hands down. Like, right? No one's really gonna question you. But if you're standing at the counter going, "Can I get a bottle of vodka?" Well, then they're gonna okay. ask for an ID yeah. every single time. Yeah, they do. Right? If you put a case of beer up there. And 20 bucks, you're They're out They're not the even going to look at you. No. Yeah. So it's much easier to just buy beer, which is 
We don't why know. we would get 24 packs of Bud Light. We don't always give tips town. for underage drinking on the show. <laughs> but Sorry. that's a really good one, right? It is. If you're going to buy something, just yeah. You know, buy the thing that you can just go thunk, pay, don't out the door. Don't buy other stuff, just get the beer. You can buy maybe one other thing. Like another beer. Like, yeah, maybe. The idea is you don't want to ask a question. Nope. You do not want to draw attention to yourself at all. (laughs) At all. I've almost gotten caught a couple times. Oops. Yep. Whoops. Oops. Oh, I forgot my keys. (laughs) Yeah. And I've actually, like, a couple times, like, at the, the corner store that I went to all the time, um... The, f- the first couple times I'd, like, buy beer, and then he would, like, ask me for my ID. I was like, I just left it up in my apartment. Do you need me to go get it? Like, I'm just, like, I'm you've let me buy it. And the key to that c- scenario is saying you've let me buy beer here before. Yeah. And so they go, oh, it's true. Thanks. Gotta Thanks have an lot, ID. Bro. You look like you're 12. I don't look like I'm 12. I'm using that as the, okay, Oh. When I talk about some being somebody being young, I'll always say, what are you, 12? <laughs> right? And it's always the same age. It's never, what are you, 6? What are you, 8? You know, it's like, what are you, 12? And um, that's, sorry. That, oh, no, that's fine. But people have told me that I look like I'm 12. <laughs> you don't look like you're 12. Okay. How more. do you get 12? I don't know. When I was 18, people told me I looked like I was 12. Well, that's possible, but. Yeah. They have a lot of, like, baby fat. Yeah, that's possible. I can see that. Yeah. Huh. All right. Maybe. Well, we only have one last thing to say on beer school, and that is... Class Class dismissed. dismissed! Hooray. All right. Wish there was a better beer on this table. There's better beer in the cupboard. Yeah, but that's not cold. Oh, wait. There is something. Hold on. (laughs) I knew it. Be right back. You can talk into the microphone if you want. Tell a story. Uh, a story? Okay. Um, story, story, story. I don't have a story. Um, yeah, John, I'm sorry. I don't have a story. Like, I'm thinking and I can't think of anything. Oh, you have a fridge. Oh, okay, I have a story. So I work at this restaurant in the financial district, and one of our managers was on, like, his eighth day in a row of, like, working... Like, straight doubles, like, 16 hours a day. And so, I hear this noise, and, because I'm on, I'm, I was standing on our pantry station, which is front of the house, and to get to the back of the kitchen, you have to walk by our cappuccino, espresso machine, whatever. So, I hear this weird, like, noise, and I look over, and it's our manager making a cappuccino, but he's also making the noises along with it. So he's standing there, like, swirling the milk, going, 
and I thought it was hilarious. Like I was on pantry and I just died laughing. It was really funny. So that's my story. Because so I was just sitting here making noises. Oh, uh, that's funny. Yes. This is a leftover from a long time ago. How long is a long time ago? A year. Okay. So, I was going to save this for a different show, but we're just going to enjoy this. Oh, well, you didn't have to open it. It doesn't matter. I wanted something else. Okay. So, speaking of weird, this is a Festina Pesh <gasps> from Dogfish Head. Yes! Oh my god, I love this. It's so good. This so, is after a year? Yeah. It smells wow. really good. It does. Oh, it's got that bitey flavor that it always had, too. Oh, that is so delicious. Seriously, I was drinking Festina Pesce for like a week <laughs> when they had it on tap at Tornado. Oh, man, it's so good. I've discovered that I'm a sucker for a good sour beer. Yeah. I am. I really am. They're Remember that so sour beer that we had? Oh, oh. Um, the Cantillon. Yes. I was like, what's the name of that thing? Because that was so delicious. That was like... The Cantillon uh, Rose, mm -hmm. which has the the uh, naked girl on the front of the bottle mm -hmm. sitting on some guy's lap. Lucky guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is much better. So my... Five-year-old nephew, I sent him a CD with a whole bunch of songs on it. The mix CD? The mix CD. Yeah. And the first song on the CD is Presidents of the United States of America singing Peaches. <laughs> it's his favorite song. He knows the words. And he's he'll sing them. He'll sing it with you. Yes. He doesn't sing it by himself yet, or maybe he does. But anyway, he... Well, last time you saw him, he wasn't singing it. Yeah, but he, we get in the car, and we're on our way to wherever we're going to go, and he's like, Mom, uh, I want to hear Peaches. <laughs> <laughs> and his mom says, it's not, in the, it's not in the car. I'm like, there's two CDs. It's always supposed to be in the car. It's always supposed to be in the it's car. always supposed to be in the car. Yeah. But I don't let on, because, like, you know, that, that would be... Yeah, it's like it, having you go, but mom, where's the CD? Isn't going to help things no, any. No, it's not. And so um, anyway, he, I'm like, well, it's not in the car. Then we'll just sing it. Yeah. So then we started singing. Peaches. Peaches. Which always reminds me, you know, the Festina Pesh, President of the United States, Millions <clears> of Peaches. <throat> yep. Peaches are delicious. We have peaches everywhere on our menu. Oh, that's right. right. You're, uh, you're uh, grilling peaches. Yes, I am, actually. That's going to be a really fun dinner. It's going to be awesome. I told um, my uncle that everyone who's coming to this dinner is supposed to bring only Italian wine. Nice. Yeah. So I cook for a living. And I have two jobs, and I volunteer, and I do personal catering on the side. So, when I do my personal catering, it's normally, like, small dinner parties and stuff. I mean, I've done larger parties, but um, the small dinners are the ones that I do with my uncle, and they're always awesome. Like, we're doing, how many courses is it? Like six. Five or six? Six. Are you counting the palate mm. cleanser? Yes. Okay. So it's six <laughs> courses, including a palate cleanser. 
like all kinds of crazy Italian stuff and it's going to be awesome. So everyone's just supposed to bring Italian wine, which makes sense. Awesome. Because it's all super Italian. Alex showed me her notebook the other night, which is why I know the number of... <laughs> the number of courses? Yeah, the number of courses. And so it was, you know, she was first off said, I don't think you can read my handwriting. I'm like, oh, whatever. It's, <laughs> mine's way worse. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And so I will be grilling peaches for a ravioli. Peaches will be going in the ravioli mix with ricotta and cracked black pepper and it's going to have a tarragon cream sauce on the outside. Should be really delicious. Stunning. It just sounds like show, It sounds awesome. Show stopping, right? Like everyone's going to get they're like, "What? There's more?" No, 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 no. This is it. <laughs> We're stopping here. Yeah. But that's like what course is that? Is that course number two? Two. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <I'm surprised. laughs> you saw it once, and I'm like, I'm the one that should be knowing what I'm doing. And I'm like, uh, which course is that? How does that go? But yeah. No, the last dinner I did with my uncle it was actually really nice. Like, I made, this dude was not allowed to have gluten, not allowed to have dairy, and he didn't eat red meat. Those are my restrictions. <sighs> really? Right? So I so, had to make corn cakes, yeah. and I made a roux with, uh, I, d I used butter, because he said he could have a little bit of dairy, so I kind of varied it a little bit. But I did a little bit of butter, olive oil, and rice flour, and I made uh, roux to bind the corn yeah. together. And then I dusted the cakes, and so I like stewed the corn like for a while, so it was like super mushy. And then I mixed the roux in with a little bit more rice flour. And then I, like, shaped them into a cake. And then rice flour on both sides. And then I, like, pan-seared it. And they were they came out perfect. Yeah. They were so good and oh. so delicious. You would never know. I know. It's crazy. It's like, oh, the things you can do when you're determined to make something work. <laughs> you know, when you were describing that, you sounded just like Paxton. Seven foot tall, Sean oh. Paxton. Yeah, I know. I need to meet this guy. You will. He sounds cool. Yeah, he is. But And he's got a way deeper voice than you. But he's, <laughs> And the thing that's funny is that he goes into this detail about what he's making. and it's. But you break it down in the same way. It's like, no, all I did was this and this and this and, you know, pan seared it. Yeah. And when you hear that, you're like, I can do that. Yeah. Because it's easy. It is easy. Cooking is easy. Like I said, we just like making things look complicated. The other thing with cooking is if you're marinating something, it doesn't work if you're doing it 20 minutes before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, unless you have a vacuum machine, like a yeah. vacuum sealing machine. But other than that. But you have to, you know, it's like, oh, we're doing chicken tomorrow? Oh, we better get on that. Yeah. Well, honestly, if you like wanted to, s if you had a vacuum sealing machine at your house, you can marinate chicken and buttermilk in twenty minutes. That's true. Just make the giant sucking sound and. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Pretty much. That is a funny story. Manager making the coffee sounds while yeah. making coffee. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like I turned over or I looked around. I was like. Who the fuck 
it's making that noise. And I look over and it's Adelino and I'm just like, what are you doing? Like I'm in the middle like of the cleaning like sound. seven salads. The cappuccino and... machine sounds wrong. What's wrong with the cappuccino <laughs> machine? It sounds broken. It sounds yeah, extra like, loud. Uh, I just died. I was like almost on the floor laughing. And then people were like, where are my salads? I'm like, go take a look at Adelino. And by the time you come back, your salad will be in the window. <laughs> <laughs> and so every, they were all dying. It was great. It was hilarious. Did, did he make the Mm-mm. the rumble sound as the... Yeah, he did too. The... Yeah. That, that noise. <laughs> and then the other sound, which is the thunk, thunk, thunk of... Oh, yeah. We don't do that. You don't. It's kind of weird. Hmm. That's how I've always made cappuccino. Huh. Thunking out the... How do you get, how do yeah, you get the Yeah, you thunk out, out the bubbles and then you swirl it. No, how do you get the grounds out of the... Oh, no. We just push a button and it does it for you. Oh, that's no fun. I know. So we have, like, automatic espresso, like, dispensing... But you do the milk yourself. Mm. I was talking about like when I make a cappuccino. So what you do is you steam your milk, uh-huh. right? Tap it to get all the big bubbles out. And then you swirl it to emulsify the milk in the bottom and the bubbles at the top. Oh. So I mean, when you pour it in, your cappuccino is not super stiff foam and then milk. It's like smooth foam yeah. and then milk. So Ah, uh, that makes sense. That's why... That guy, I I always liked cappuccinos made from one place but not another. Yeah. It was same machine, same coffee, same, not same guy making it. Yes, and that's the difference. Huh. That makes sense, the whole stirring. Well, you don't stir it. If you're making a good cappuccino and you know how to do it right, you do not use a spoon. No, what I'm saying is the, the shaking. Oh, the shaking, yeah. The, yeah, the emulsifying thing. Yeah. Yeah. Huh, what do you know? There was something else I was going to... Oh, the Outside Lands guys last night. You missed them. They These guys mm-hmm. asked me this morning, or asked me last night. Yeah. They're like, so we want to get eggs and pancakes and stuff tomorrow. I'm like, okay. And we want Bloody Marys. Okay. I'm like, hmm, okay. And we want to be on our way to Outside Lands. I'm like, oh, make it hard. Yeah. <laughs> So I sent him to home. Okay, cool. Yeah. Nice. And I gave him uh, Chow as a backup. Yeah. No, I know the chef at home. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, That's actually where I'm going to dinner tonight. Oh, interesting. Yep. With Joe. Remember? Awkward. Yeah, Yeah, awkward. Yeah, awkward. Just call him awkward from here on. Okay. Your name is awkward. awkward. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. (laughs) Yeah, so how was awkward? Uh, Awkward was uh, awkward. living up to his name. Let's say that. <laughs> I don't envy. I don't even. I don't even. I'll hear the story. You will. You'll probably hear it tonight if you're going to turn on. Yeah, later. I'll be there. Yeah. No, I want to hear the story. Okay. That'll be I'll fun. text you. It'll yeah. be funny. Awkward. <laughs> How was awkward? <laughs> Poor guy. He's being set up. Oh, man. Before he even walks into the dinner. Yeah, kind of. No, nah, he's he's asking for it. It's, yeah. How old is he? 21. Oh, yeah, okay. He's my age. He's a moron. Yep. By default, he's already a moron. Uh, he doesn't grow out of it for another six years. I know. 
that's just the nature of him and he's got to have yep <laughs> it sucks oh well yep mm. it sucks being awkward it does <laughs> <sighs> well that's it i only i can say one last thing and usually what i usually say is hey kid and i give the kid a command but I've decided that the imaginary kid is now over. Yes. I was although, totally that kid. Although we did manage to kill one of the kids once, or maybe his mom just picked him up. So it was a him for a while. Oh, okay. And then it was undisclosed what the, uh, the new kid was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but his mom just came to pick him up. Yeah, well, so we couldn't find him. It's like, uh, where's the kid? I don't know. Maybe he's killed. Or maybe he's picked up. I don't know. <laughs> nice. That was a long time ago, the kid. Yep. Huh. All right. I'm just going to miss the kid. <laughs>